Welcome to the Hot Round, a sports podcast serving up quick reads and hot takes with a particular focus on the NFL. I'm your host, John Peterson. Welcome to the Holiday Week edition of the Hot Route, aka Week 15. Pittsburgh is in a free fall, Justin Herbert and Justin Jefferson are setting rookie records, and the Titans and Bills kept winning big. We'll cover all that and more in this week's 10 Things to Know. Now the first number to know is three straight losses for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they fell 27-17 to the lowly Bengals, a two-win team coming into the game playing without their starting quarterback or starting running back. After reeling off 11 consecutive wins to start the year, the Steelers are a mess and could even lose the AFC North, although they've already clinched a playoff berth. While injuries have sapped the Steelers' depth and knocked out a few starters on defense, they haven't lost any of the linchpins of their offense or defense, but the offense in particular seems to lack any rhythm, and their woes are perhaps best epitomized by the struggles of receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. After looking like a potential star in his rookie year, Juju continues to regress on and off the field. Smith-Schuster recorded a TikTok dance on the Bengals' midfield logo pre-game, but in-game, he was limited to just three catches for 15 yards with one critical lost fumble. Make no mistake, Smith-Schuster's game spoke for him on Monday night, but what it said was that Juju is a clown with some serious maturity issues in declining on-field production as he's averaging just 8.2 yards per catch on the season. Now, Smith-Schuster has promised to stop dancing on team's midfield logos, but we'll have to see if that improves either his individual game or the Steelers' record. The next number to know is four, as in four games scoring over 40 points for the Titans after a 46-25 win over the Lions. The Titans now lead all teams in scoring at 31.1 points per game. Derrick Henry is leading the NFL in rushing and added another 147 yards in this contest, and Ryan Tannehill was also outstanding once again throwing for three touchdowns and running for another two. Tannehill now has 31 touchdown passes versus just five interceptions, and is one of the biggest Pro Bowl snubs of the year. I'm a big fan of Deshaun Watson, but Tannehill absolutely should have been the third AFC quarterback in the Pro Bowl. Wide receiver Corey Davis is also quietly having the best year of his career, with 945 yards receiving on the season, putting him on pace for the first 1,000-yard season of his career. The Titans are going to be one of the teams you don't want to face in January, particularly since they just got their best cornerback, Adoree Jackson, back after he missed the first 13 games of the season due to injury. Now, speaking of talented young receivers, the next number to know is six games over 100 receiving yards for Justin Jefferson, who's had a fantastic rookie year despite yet another loss from the Vikings, who fell 33-27 to their division rival Chicago Bears. With 73 catches on the season, Jefferson now holds the Vikings' rookie record for catches in a season, passing Randy Moss. Jefferson leads the Vikings handily in every receiving category other than touchdowns, where he still has a respectable seven, and he clearly looks to have supplanted Adam Thielen as the number one wide receiver in this offense, while establishing himself as one of the best young receivers in the league. And at just 21 years old, Jefferson is still just scratching the tip of his potential. Now speaking of talented rookies, eight completions of 50 yards or more for Chargers rookie Justin Herbert, which is the most in the NFL. Herbert threw for two touchdowns and 314 yards and scored the winning touchdown on a quarterback sneak in an overtime win for the Chargers over the Raiders. Herbert is well on his way to Rookie of the Year honors, and although the Chargers are already eliminated from playoff contention, they have to be feeling good about their future prospects based on the rapid development of Herbert and his clear chemistry with their receiving core. It wouldn't be at all surprising to see Herbert win an MVP in his second year 
much like fellow AFC West quarterback Patrick Mahomes did. Speaking of AFC West teams, our next number to know is 34 first downs for the Kansas City Chiefs in a 32-29 win over the New Orleans Saints in what could be a Super Bowl preview. Despite the close score, the difference in first downs for the two teams was dramatic, as New Orleans had just 15 first downs. The Chiefs were an efficient 9-18 of 18 on third down, and while the excellent Saints defense didn't give up many big plays, Patrick Mahomes still managed to throw three touchdowns, and the Chiefs converted on four of their five red zone opportunities, which illustrates just how difficult it is to stop this team. Even when you shut down the big plays, this offense is still so efficient and so effective that they simply chew up more clock and still score on you. Now, the next number to know would be 41 points for the Cowboys in a 41-33 win over the San Francisco 49ers, as Dallas kept their playoff hopes alive thanks to losses by the Giants and Washington football team. Andy Dalton got off to a terrible start when he took over for Dak Prescott as the Cowboys' starter, but over his last five games, he's thrown 10 touchdown passes and just three interceptions, and the much-maligned Dallas defense has also been better to keep the Cowboys' hopes alive. Now, the next number to know is an 84.3% completion rate for Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield, a Browns team record, set in a 20-6 win over the Giants this week. Mayfield was a crisp 27-32 of 32 for 297 yards with two touchdowns. Mayfield has been excellent since the Browns lost OBJ to injury, and his improved play now has the Browns the chance to not only make the playoffs, but to win the NFC North, thanks to the struggles from the Pittsburgh Steelers of late. Mayfield has also been excellent in the red zone, where he has not thrown an interception all season. But beyond their chances this year, the Browns have to feel good that Mayfield appears to be establishing himself as the franchise quarterback after a rough second season in the league. And perhaps there's a lesson there for the Browns' opponents, the Giants, as they try to evaluate their own young quarterback, Daniel Jones. Now, the next number to know is 182 rushing yards for the Buffalo Bills and a dominant 48-19 win over the Broncos that clinched the AFC East. While Josh Allen was his usual dominant self, throwing for 359 yards and two scores, while running for another two touchdowns, the most promising sign for the Bills was the production of their two young running backs, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. The duo combined for 149 yards and a touchdown on 21 carries. The Bills are just 21st in rushing in the NFL, and a strong running game would make them much more dangerous in the playoffs, particularly if they encounter winter weather conditions that make it harder to pass the football. Now, speaking of running, the next number to know is 243 yards passing for star Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson to go with three touchdown passes and a touchdown run as the Ravens routed the Jaguars 40-14. While the yardage total may not seem that impressive, it's the first time Jackson has thrown for over 200 yards since November 15th. While Jackson has clearly regressed from his MVP form last year, the reality is that Jackson doesn't need to be elite as a passer to be effective. If he can be competent and productive as a passer, his ability as a runner makes him a scary good player that most defenses will struggle to stop. Now the final number to know is 390, as in 390 yards passing for Tom Brady, who appears to be back on track along with the rest of the Bucks' offense as they held off the Falcons for a 31-27 win. Mike Evans caught six balls for 110 yards, and Antonio Brown resurrected a bit of his brief New England magic, catching five passes for 93 yards and a beautiful 46-yard touchdown bomb from Brady. With games remaining against the Lions before a home matchup against the Falcons again, the Bucs should secure a playoff spot, but once they're in, we'll see if the offense has really turned a corner, or if Brady and Arians are just managing to feast on weak defenses. And that's it for this holiday week edition of the Hot Route. 
I'll see you back here next week for week 16 of the 10 things you need to know.